0: are Locked On Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Your it. daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team Pop. every day. Touchdown! we are Locked On part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter uh, at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. There are things that matter and there are things that don't in the Packers' 37-30 to loss in a game that means nothing in the standings from Sunday in Week 18. Here are the things that matter. The Packers' offense went out on the opening drive, controlled the line of scrimmage, they got whatever they wanted, they marched down the field, five minutes, they lead the league in five-minute drives, they lead the league in five-minute touchdowns, and they scored. That's what they wanted to do. They wanted to go out and start fast. Here's the other thing that matters. Devontae Adams is your new single season. Green Bay Packers receiving yards record holder. That matters. Here's another thing that matters. Uh, A.J. Dillon, very good at football. That is an important thing to remember. Uh, Amari Rogers, very bad at football right now. That matters. I know this is a, a meaningless game in the standings, but Amari Rogers playing like that, is proof he cannot be on this team in a meaningful way in the postseason and you're going to get david moore as the returner if if randall cobb is back and we expect him to be back if marquez valdez scaling is back and we expect him to be back though we don't really know what the injury was he limped off the field they're calling it a back injury you've still got lazard eq Devontae adams um and, and cobb if you can play malik taylor you try if you try and get david moore out there Amari Rodgers, at this point in his career, and he may still become something, he cannot be trusted, not on returns, cost the Packers seven seconds on that last drive, taking the ball out of the end zone for no reason. It matters that he sucks right now. And again, he's a rookie. Most rookies are bad. This is not the nail in his coffin on his career. We're going to get more to nails and coffins in a little bit. Defensively. I understand some concern about the defense. Here's the part that's real. You got to figure out the trick play thing. And not just because they're trick plays, but what the Lions did in each case was they used a lack of discipline on the backside, giggity, against the Packers in each one of those trick plays. It was ball going one way, ball coming back the other way, And either a pass or just a run. They got them on a reverse run as well. Packers backside defense has been bad most of the season. And unless it's a boot. You get those boot backside nakeds. Man, I'm really just throwing them out there, aren't I? Uh, And they've actually played those well. But... They have to get that short up. Defenses uh, that want to play fast and they want to play fast and come downhill, they have to be able to flow while also playing disciplined on the opposite side, the non play side. And they just haven't done that this season. The Lions exploited it to the nth degree. Now, in a playoff game, are you going to expect three, four trick plays? Are, are you going to expect a punt, a fake punt? That Tippanali actually played terrifically. They actually played that really disciplined. They did a special teams. Um, he he spotted that and defended it well. It's not that they I mean they scored 14 points in this game off of trick plays. And one of them was off a trick play um in the uh, low red zone off a turnover when Joan Winfrey fumbled the ball. And that's just, you're, you're not going to expect that to happen on, a, on any sort of consistent basis, right? Still, that misdirection stuff, you have to get sorted out. Here's another thing that, that I don't know if it it's matters or not yet. Aaron Rodgers, in the first half, when the offense wasn't quite going, he was doing a lot of things off schedule. Hold, 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 dance, throw. And because David Bakhtiari was out there, by the way, that matters for sure. Josh Myers out there moving bodies, that matters. Lucas Patrick starting at right guard with Josh Myers out there as well. That matters to me. That matters a lot to me. So the, the hold-hold-throw stuff with David Bakhtiari back, is he going to feel confident that he can do that and is it going to get him outside of structure a little bit? I, I mentioned this during the game on Twitter. If you're going to put the guys out there to stay in a rhythm, then you need to play in a rhythm. They didn't do that. Now, do I think it's a big deal? Probably not. But we have seen it. The The, the comparison that I that I compare it to is uh, the home run derby. You can be a great hitter, go to the home run derby and try to launch bombs can affect your swing for a little bit. So is Rodgers going to go, well, that worked. I can hold, 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 pat, 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 and try and hit something downfield, which by the way, they never were able to do. Or is he going to come back and say, okay, I can do this if I need to, but play to play, we're trying to stay in rhythm. The reason I'm, I'm leaning toward it doesn't matter is they were trying to feed Devontae Adams the ball. They wanted to get him the record. I'm sure they wanted to get him another touchdown. They were trying to funnel very specifically, and Rodgers knows it doesn't matter. They were trying to funnel very specifically to Adams in this game, and so I don't think that matters. Josiah DeGuara being a real part of this offense matters. Absolutely matters. He has the longest play to a tight end in, in recent Packers history. You have to go back to 2012, 60 plus yards on the tight end screen. You saw the athletic ability. And this is something that has been building for a while with Josiah. The blocking has gotten better. He, he got on, on, on lead plays a couple times. They used him as an H-back swinging around and leading on sweet plays a couple times. They are using him in that boot action game. As that outlet receiver. They haven't really found ways to get him involved down the field. But he can be a run after catch player. Because he's got some explosiveness. Some juice. They were running those tight end middle screens to Mercedes Lewis. And while he's a physical runner. He doesn't have the explosive ability to be a guy who can take the ball 60 yards to the house. That's just not going to happen. When you see... Josiah do that, I think that's going to build confidence with Aaron Rodgers. It's going to build confidence in Matt LaFleur to call those plays for him. And you add another guy who can make those plays. That matters. Here's something that I that I don't think matters for this game. A lot of the middle of the field defense stuff, especially with Amon Ross St. Brown. Devondre Campbell in the middle of the field, who did not play in this game, they arrested him. He is an eraser crossing routes. He's such a good communicator, giving getting everyone in the right place, making sure that if someone's coming across the field, he's picking him up. And then when he's leaving uh, Campbell's zone, that he makes sure that the flat defender knows he's incoming or following him to the sideline. There was a play where Chris Barnes had single coverage, or I think it was Oren Burks actually had single coverage running across the field with, with Amon Ross St. Brown. And I just was like, Devondre Campbell makes that play. He, he may allow the catch, but he makes the tackle. Burks couldn't get there because he reacted late. And then all of a sudden he's coming from flat-footed, whereas Campbell would have been in motion. He would have anticipated. He would have seen it. And you can make those plays. The Packers, top five in DVOA when teams throw to the left and when teams throw to the right. They are 19th when teams throw to the middle of the field. So already the middle of the field is a little bit problematic for them. But by the way, they're second when teams throw deep. You can't beat this team deep. The middle of the field has been where they've had some issues, but it's more that short middle. They're allowing teams to catch and, and run. Not when Campbell's in there, though. This is more on like third and 12. They allow someone to pick up 8, 10, 12, 14. That's been an issue all year. I, I, I don't know what to make of the play of the safeties. Darnell Savage, a couple missed tackles in this game. He's been so up and down, so hot and cold. Um, that part is real. But it's not, it's not different from this game. A couple other things that matter. The Packers' offensive line protecting Aaron Rodgers absolutely matters. So the return of David Bakhtiari, we know that, the return of Josh Myers. But they had continuity almost right away. Cohesiveness. Now, were they, were they moving all kinds of bodies in the run game? No, but... I think this team, as it's currently constituted with, with Lucas Patrick and all those guys, you're probably gonna get Billy Turner back as well. This offensive line is gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome in the postseason. If you can protect Rodgers, we've seen, we saw it in this game. Pressure created issues. When they were able to get pressure, when they when they brought that double A pressure or when they brought a zero pressure, Rodgers sped up a little bit. Guys weren't getting open. They did, they did if I who longtime listeners of this show will know I'm a big fan if He was on this program. Uh he did well against Devontae Adams a couple times. When you don't have Randall Cobb out there, and then they lost to MVS early, you just reduce the number of guys who can make plays on their own, who can make plays for themselves. Alan Lazard had a couple nice catches. He has been excellent. That matters. That matters. He scored, he scored two touchdowns. Uh, one of which was just a, an unbelievable throw on Leak. They ran Leak. Oh my God. They ran Leak. That matters. Now it just means they won't call it again for three years just because, I don't I don't know, Matt LaFleur hates me for some reason. I don't know. Uh, but over the last, since, since the Rams game, Alan Lazard has five touchdown passes or catches, almost 300 yards, over 20 catches. He's been a real factor for this team. And they need that. You get Randall Cobb Alan Lazard, now Josiah Deguara. You've got two running backs you trust, and we know what Devontae Adams is capable of. This offense, despite a, a little bit of a, you know, showing in a game that doesn't matter. They played like it doesn't matter outside the first drive. That's what you want to see. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. How are you doing on your New Year's resolution? Are you eating the way you want to be eating, or are you still eating holiday food, still eating like it's the holidays. I'm I'm kind of trying to do both. And that's where Built Bar comes in. I I eat them almost every day because I'm trying to eat healthier and so in the middle of the afternoon I usually get hungry. And I want something delicious, not just anything. I don't want carrot sticks. I want chocolate. Yeah. So how about something that's covered in chocolate, 100% chocolate, but low in calorie, low in sugar, low in net carb, high in fiber, high in protein. Bang. Built Bar is the Thing And right now, when you go to built.com and use promo code locks 15, you get 15% off your order. That's promo code locks 15 for 15% off at built.com. Hey, backer fans. We've got a new, got a new sponsor to tell you about. We're all looking for an edge these days. And I'd like to thank online gambling.com for sponsoring today's podcast. If you don't already know online gambling.com is a website dedicated to giving gamblers the edge Throughout the playoffs, they're providing you with the best NFL tips, news, and more to help you make your bets as informed as ever. This is a resource for you. Don't make an emotional decision with your money. Make an informed decision with information sourced by experts. Be sure to consult OnlineGambling.com before placing your bets. This is a place for you to help beat the odds. Go to OnlineGambling.com and check out the latest NFL playoff previews and tips on how you can get the edge online gambling.com slash NFL for the latest gambling news and tips to give you the edge throughout the playoffs. Remember online gambling.com slash NFL to get the most out of this year's playoffs. I want to talk about Jordan love Jordan love. Yes, Cole Nardman, It is worth talking about Jordan love. Here's what we know about Jordan love. Let me start here whatever you thought about Jordan love on draft night is still going to be what you think about Jordan love now. And you're right. You're right. Whatever you thought, then you're still right. We have not seen enough of Jordan love to declare him a bust. And we have not seen enough from Jordan love to declare him good. Here's what we saw. We saw some progress in some areas, the great throw on third down to Patrick Taylor, he reads the the linebacker blitz coming gets set fires a strike outside for the first down there were some plays on the on the boot action play a man in his face he doesn't panic he gives himself the angle out to Dominique Daphne it's a it's a big play hard count on fourth down you get the first down to go on two great idea by Jordan Love the two-point conversion, use his legs, zone read. Probably a design quarterback run, but it looks like zone read. That's an element he brings. You love to see that. The fumble, not his fault. The first interception, absolutely not his fault. That ball was tipped at the line, still falls into the hands of Amari Rogers, who tries to catch it twice, doesn't. And the ball goes to Detroit. Now, the Packers get a stop. They force a field goal. The Packers get the ball back. And Jordan Love, just like he did in the Chiefs game, they had a touchdown drawn up. And he knew where to go with the ball. He was getting ready to to throw it. And Josh Nijman loses his man. And Love is getting decked as he's releasing the ball. Now, if you're going to miss... You've got to miss to the wide side of the field where the ball is supposed to go. It's a post. They have the safety bite underneath, which I can't believe he did that. And you have the post in behind. You have throw it to the empty space. If you're going to miss somewhere, that's got to be where you miss. But then he comes right back and fires a strike to EQ on a deep over. A strike for a first down chunk play. You give yourself a chance. The interception, the second one, he's about to take a shot in the chops. In fact, as he's throwing it, his hand gets hit. Should he have thrown it at all? Maybe not. Ball is high and behind. It goes to the safety. These are rookie mistakes. He is essentially a rookie. What I want to remind you is this is not enough. We don't know. He made some progress. That's important. I mentioned this about Baker Mayfield. We, I, I, I talked about this the other night when, when the Browns were playing. Baker Mayfield has some mechanical problems that in four years, he's never even approached fixing. Jordan Love has made some changes to his footwork. He's shown some improvement. He's shown some mental improvements up here. That's the toughest stuff. Understanding getting in and out of these plays, canning plays, making adjustments. There was one play where he had a little route adjustment and it was the interception because the ball was tipped and dropped. So the Packers may or may not need Love to play next year. We don't know. My guess is Aaron Rodgers is going to be back right now. It's still a guess, an educated guess, but a guess. We we don't know what Love is. And I don't know how anyone else does either. I don't know how anyone else does Either he could certainly be someone that the Packers look to trade this off season. If Aaron Rodgers wants to come back and play three more years. Great. I don't, I personally do not think Aaron Rodgers wants to play three more years, not given the way that he's handled this season in terms of the wistfulness about mindfulness and the appreciation and, and all of the sappy Instagramming. I mean, maybe that's just who he is now. It feels like we're getting to the end here whether it's just in Green Bay or it's in general. I just don't think he's going to play three, four more years. Now, Jordan Love doesn't have three, four more years on his contract. Here's the other thing, and and this is also important when we're talking about evaluating these guys. What we saw in the second half was the the Matt LaFleur offense. This is what we talked about last week, you guys. I was thrilled to see it. Under center run game. What did I say? Under center run game, hard play action and get into shot plays. They tried two, neither worked. RPOs, zone read. They ran it. And play action boot game. All the stuff, RPO, all that stuff. It's it's the Matt LaFleur offense. It's not what we saw in Kansas City. They ran the, the Aaron Rodgers offense in Kansas City. They tried to go empty. And hit shot plays out of you know shotgun drop back. That's not going to be Jordan Love's game early on. No, I think it could be eventually. It's not where he is right now. I wanted to see the Matt LaFleur-Jordan Love offense. And that's what we saw in the second half. And it works. Screens. Jet motion. RPOs. Under center run game. I repeat, under center run game. And it worked, by the way. Patrick Taylor had 11 carries for 53 yards. It, it worked. This offensive line can move bodies. This is the, the Packers backup offensive lineman against the, the Lions' first-team defense, and they moved bodies out there. Yes, Jordan Love was aided by the run game. You don't think Aaron Rodgers is aided by the run game? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what this offense is built to be. It's what they are built to do. Now, I don't I don't think the Packers are gonna are gonna alter the way that they handle Aaron Rodgers. I would like to see them go back to some of this stuff that we saw last year, some of the stuff that we saw from Love, the under center run game. But I, I don't have any problems with the way the Packers are handling the Aaron Rodgers offense. Um I think they're gonna be fine in the postseason. Here, here is the the no, it's not the final word. It is my final word on Jordan Love. I, I am still of the belief that the talent is there and and that we have not really seen enough to evaluate Jordan Love, good or bad. And I still think there are the, the mistakes that you would expect to see from a young player that are there. I don't think this interception is on him. I think he consistently gets to the right places, which is important. That mental processing is is the most crucial thing. Sometimes it is, I think I can make this throw even though I've got pressure in my face and I should just eat it. Or trusting the arm a little too much to make a throw into traffic. Or, hey, I'm going to throw it to that guy on the outside, but I need to put this on the back shoulder, not the front shoulder. It's those little things. And as is pointed out in the chat, we are still evaluating Jordan Love with second string players. Now, he got first stringers against Kansas City. But again... Uh, I don't think that plan was really ideal for Jordan Love. I think that was the Aaron Rodgers plan and they just rolled with it. This felt much more like a Jordan, like like Matt LaFleur made a concerted effort to say, we're going to run the Jordan Love stuff. And it was, it was relatively effective. Now I thought they got a little run heavy, but also Amari Rodgers is out there. It's not very good. Juwan Winfrey's out there. He has a bad fumble. So, you know, are you giving him the best opportunities that you can to succeed? I, I'm I'm not going to look at the numbers, which are going to say he didn't play well, and say that is the final word on Jordan Love. Ten of seventeen for one thirty two, had a touchdown and two picks. It's just not. I just don't think it's it's useful. I don't think it's I don't think it's um, productive. And we're going to get more opportunities to evaluate Jordan Love, whether it's this offseason, whether it's in the spring, whether it's next preseason. I think Aaron Rodgers is coming back. And I think the most likely scenario is that Aaron Rodgers is going to be back for one more year. That is what I am predicting. One more year. They restructure the deal. They add some voids. He comes back. They defend the title. They defend the title. And that's it. And then it's Jordan Love's team that is that is as we stand here today january the 9th check my watch that is that is my prediction Today's episode is brought to you by GetUpside. My listeners are getting up to 25% for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus $0.25 per gallon on your first fill up. That's $0.50 per gallon cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. It's expensive enough. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot, they're making... Two $300 a month in cash back. There's no catch either. Just cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, e-gift card, Amazon, whatever you want. Just download the free GetUpside app, and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN. And if you're like me, just about every day you stare into your cabinet going, what am I going to eat? If you're a cheese head, you probably love cheese as much as you love the green and gold. You know how the best part of a grilled cheese sandwich is the cheese that melts off in the pan and gets crunchy? I did this with a patty melt today, in fact. Well, Just the Cheese brings you a bar made out of just that, which is why I started snacking on Just the Cheese. Just the Cheese brings you cheese, 100% cheese with no fluff, no filler like you've never had it before as a salty baked snack. And it's delicious, too. Cheese and crackers without the crackers, which also means without the unnecessary carbs. I love the jalapeno with the spicy, cheesy combo. The grilled cheese flavor is also really good. It's a classic. My son loves that one, little pieces for the baby. Just natural cheese baked until it's crunchy to give you the great taste of Wisconsin cheese with a crackle of a cracker. You can support two Midwest businesses when you buy them at Quick Trip. I think when we look back on this game, we are going to say that the decision to play the starters didn't ultimately matter. Now, if we're assuming MBS is healthy, I think that's a that's a a real a real thing. We don't know. <laughs> Why would you look back at this game? Good point. Um and I I do think it's really important that David Bakhtiari got out there. That that was important for him to play. Josh Myers, for him to play. That was essential that those guys get out there and get some playing time. Again, Josiah DeGuara, it was important for him to be out there. He probably would have been out there no matter what. Alan Lazard having a big day. Teams are going to have to be worried about Alan Lazard. You put that on on tape one more time, that matters. You could have played him with Jordan Love. Jordan Love could have taken the whole game. Now, I understand. You wanted to get Devontae Adams, the reps, and you wanted to put David Lactiari out there with Aaron Rodgers. All of that makes sense. I thought they were probably out there two drives too many. I could have I could have done just a touchdown or just the first quarter and the trick play ruined my Packers minus one in the first quarter bet. I had that at even odds. Dang it. Th- this is a team that is getting better. They're the best team in the league and they're getting better. They're going to get Jair Alexander back. They're going to get Randall Cobb back. They just got Josh Myers and David Bakhtiari back. And do not be surprised if Sidarius Smith is mysteriously practicing next week or two, in two weeks. Just don't be surprised when that happens. I don't I don't think it would it should be surprising at all. We have a lot more to come. I have a, a very special guest coming on later in the month. So this is this is the push. This is the time. This is playoff time. This is what what you listen to this show for. This is what we come here for. This is what we're doing. For the playoffs, for the chance to go win a Super Bowl. So stick with us. We got a lot more coming here. We're here five days a week now through the Super Bowl. And hold on tight. Hold on tight. You can follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that, 920-341-3775. Stay Locked on Packers.